Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role, my mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Welcome to this week's episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise. And today I am talking to the lovely Agnes Ruzzate. She is a next level success strategist to six figure female business coaches and the founder of the Less Is More Mentorship. It's her mission to guide women out of busy and into thriving on their own terms and being able to fully embrace success in time freedom. She's a fellow introvert and her business is really all about productivity for small business owners, coaches and online entrepreneurs. And we're going to talk about something that was very timely just previous to recording. Um, as you will hear, in the intro. Um, And if you are on my mailing list, you may have read that I had had some anxiety and trouble with my to-do list earlier on in the year. And this is what we're going to delve into today. So enjoy and let me know what you learn from this. Agnes, hi, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm going to give the listeners a little bit of a, a backstory about this. So we connected quite a while ago. Um, you sent me an email saying, hey, I'd love to be on the podcast. I looked through everything that you do. I thought, oh, yeah, this this would be a great fit. But I had scheduled all the recordings and we agreed to touch base again when I was opening up. And uh, in the meantime, I received an email from Brains Magazine um, where we're both contributors and an article caught my eye about to-do lists. And it caught my eye to the point that I clicked through to read it. Now, I don't do this very often. I usually just delete emails, but I went, oh, I'm just going to have a look at this. And it was your article. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason I clicked is because I had had to-do list issues that week. (laughs) Very, very much. So anyway, as soon as the recording starts opened up again, I knew that this was what we needed to be talking about. It seems (laughs) to be fate. So thank you so much for joining me about this today. Awesome. I I love, you know, how things work in mysterious ways. And sometimes they just find us when exactly when we need them, you know, it's like that, that trust in, in the guidance and the universe. (laughs) Absolutely. Because from looking at your website, when you initially contacted me and I, you know, I looked at your, some of your IGTVs and I said, oh, there's so much stuff we could, we could discuss it. (laughs) And it was like, no, it's going to be to-do list. (laughs) So yeah. That article, um, which obviously I loved and was very timely for me, what inspired you to write that particularly, mm-hmm. which was basically saying, delete your to-do list? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I love lists, you know, I'm a list person, um, books to read, uh, shopping lists, you name it, like 
lists can be super helpful. They, you know, they put the structure for our mind. It's, you know, it's simple to read, to share. Um, it's great. But to-do list is a different kind of beast. Um, if you just do a quick Google search, um, you will find thousands of articles that praise a to-do list. Uh, they, they name so many benefits, how helpful it is and how, um, you know, useful. But actually, a lot of them are very false when it comes to our daily lives, increasing the habits for success and being actually productive. You know, just because we were taught to create one, it doesn't mean that it has our best interest in heart. So when I started to look into this more deeply, I realized that it's actually not as beneficial and it's actually sabotaging us. And um, as you mentioned, the Brains Magazine article, this is kind of like, it was my first draft. I just went online and I looked at what they were saying about a to-do list and it just didn't match. And what inspired me to go look into this topic in the first place was uh, unproductivity from those women that I have encountered and what was the cause of it. And what I realized is that a to-do list is something that is very vogue. It gives us too much flexibility and it creates anxiety and stress because it's just, we keep adding and it seems like it's never ending. And that's not a good thing. We don't want that. And <laughs> that I have been there. Our day. <laughs> I have, and that is exactly where I was yeah. in, in the week that, that I, I'd read your article. So for, yeah. some back, so some background for anyone listening, I had decided to make a few changes to things in the business. So of course, the things that needed to be completed went on the to-do list. But my to-do list was getting longer and not shorter. And yeah. It was, it was a hot mess of a to-do list and it was starting to, I was starting to feel the pressure because it just kept getting longer and longer. And I was like, I'm not being productive. I'm not getting these things done. I'm, I'm adding more things onto it. And I would love your thoughts on this. The, the worst thing that I had on it were things, really small things like, you know, send new client a gift, which was going to take like 10 minutes. But then I'd have like design new program. <laughs> which is obviously huge and is, is going to take far longer. So there was this real disparity between the tasks on it. Is that yeah. something that you see a lot? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because a to-do list, we can put, as you mentioned, we can put big tasks, we can put small tasks. We can take, we can put tasks that take one minute or the whole day. And that's the problem with it. But there is a simple solution. What we just have to do is prioritize our valuable tasks and schedule them in our, in our planner, right? Put them in our day. Because the danger of a to-do list is that it's too flexible. Uh, it makes us, you know, procrastinate on certain things we don't feel like doing, right? Uh, and, you know, only to realize later that, oh, the deadline is here. I haven't done this. I've been procrastinating. It's been on my to-do list, but I never actually made time for it, right? So making the time for each task, this is what creates productivity in our lives. This is how we move the needle, right? And it's so true. And like you, I love a list. 
I do. I, yeah, I, right? I love if I see like a blog article and it's like, you know, yeah. the top 10 this or so I'm like, I'm, I'm sold. I've, totally. got, a, I've got a reading list, um, which is a resource one of my most downloaded resources because everyone loves a list of, of yep. books to read. Um, and like you say, I think where we have more um, of a linear or minimal brain, it's very nice to see, to see yep. everything structured. Absolutely. And when I was still in my corporate role, I used to keep a list of things like to do on my days off because I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, my days off will catch up with like life yeah. admin and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there would always be things on the list that never got done. Yeah. And then they'd yeah. get carried over to the next <laughs> days off, which was like 10 days away. I worked on a 10 day cycle. So they'd get carried over. And then suddenly I'd realized that I'd been rewriting the same things on a list for three months and I haven't done them. Is that yeah. common? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's because we don't make time for it. And, you know, that, that's the problem. So if you, you know, if you're afraid to let go of it, you know, because many people will watch this and they will be like, yeah, well, you do you, I'll do me, I'll stick to my list. Um, use it, but use it as a quick tool to help you create better clarity. Use it when creating a roadmap right? When putting together a plan, when scheduling your daily activities, but never use it as, you know, just endless collection of things that you might do now, later, or maybe never, right? It's a very bad habit. And that keeps us highly unproductive because it gives too much flexibility. It gives us this illusion that there is unlimited time unlimited hours in a day, which is not the case, you know? And uh, another problem is that if you were to keep your to-do list, go ahead. If there would be one thing to do to improve it, to help you be more accountable and create time for it, is to make sure that you actually put an action word for each task, right? Uh, Because it's not ideas list, it's a to-do list. So for example, write something, right? Or send or read, you know, at least do that to help yourself. It reminds me so much of um, the first life coaching certification I did like many years ago. And one of the first things it said is if someone has a big goal that they want to achieve, it's so big that they get overwhelmed and and don't know how to do it because let's let's say you're a little bit unfit and you know you haven't exercised for a while you're a bit overweight and you think oh I want to run a marathon well if you put run a marathon on your to-do list that's going to look really overwhelming and each time you come across it you're probably going to think oh um but you know what what's the first step maybe the first step is go for a brisk walk three times per week or or that which obviously then get, that's something that gets scheduled yeah. so I think this is why this appeals to me so much because with all the clients I've worked with over the years I have seen this I have the big goal I have the big vision it's on my list and it never gets yeah. done because they don't know what the first kind of simple step is to take yeah. you know people are scared to kind of like scale it down but you know that's what we have to do Yes, it takes us out of our comfort zone, you know, but it's, it's great to wish for big things and we, we should do it, but we also should take action, like weekly action, daily action that moves us towards it, right? And yeah, and a to-do list is just something that can mess it up. 
as you said, you keep moving things from month to month and it just constantly is there, you know, <laughs> like what's happening? And the thing is that, you know, it's, it's in our nature to, um, to procrastinate, you know, and to get distracted. And uh, there, there's a famous guy. I don't know if you know him. I say famous because I just like his work. Uh, he, it's, his name is Nir Eyal. He has yes, done. I read his book. Oh, indestructible. Yes. Yes. Oh my god! And you know, he has done really extensive research about getting productive, right? Not allowing ourselves to get distracted. Staying committed. Um, he has courses, you know, book, as you said, uh, and I was attending his masterclass. And what he said is that time management is pain management. And that just made me so much happy. That made me happy, right? It made so much sense um, because it also made me think like, where our excuses are coming from? Because couldn't we just schedule our priorities, follow the plan like a clockwork, right? Why do we allow ourselves to get distracted, lose the focus, right? Uh, make these excuses. And really this, this sentence that he said confirmed yet again, what like I have been developing in my mentorship, uh, what I have been uh, talking about that we're in charge, no one else. We're in charge of our distractions. We are the ones who let the outside circumstances affect us, right? And one of the things, one of the beasts that we're creating is our to-do list, right? And the fact that it, you know, all of these issues come from uh, under our underlying issues that we might not even be aware of is just fascinating. So what, what I mean by all this is that distractions cost us time. And to-do list increases the chances of getting distracted. You know, distractions lead us to, to fall off track. They ignite that desire to escape discomfort. And to-do list is really contributing to that. So if you're not sticking to your plan, if you're overwhelmed by to-do list, maybe it's time to reconsider <laughs> your actions. And it's so true. I know a lot of my clients feel like I know what I need to do. I'm just not getting it done. They almost yeah. want to hire a coach <laughs> for some kind of accountability because it's yeah. like, oh, if I've got someone telling me and one of my clients yeah. and she will not mind me sharing this because and she will laugh because we laugh about it so much. She had this like, she's got this big vision and she had this big idea and this big business plan and everything, but she wasn't taking the first step because it was all so... Um, conceptual I guess to her at, at mm. that stage you know some of it was many years in the future and when it came to taking the first step she was just like I she would just freeze <laughs> and I, I said look let me break it down and I'll break down like next week's plan for and she was like yes that's exactly what I need like she didn't need all of the things she just needed the mm. plan for next week and I sent it her and it was like four things to do I just sent it on a google doc and she said I couldn't believe how simple it was She's like, when I first yeah. saw it, she was like, I was actually offended with you. I was like, is that it? And in Are her you mind, me? <laughs> yeah, in her mind, she was thinking that she needed to have like a big business plan with graphs and all this stuff. And I was yeah. like, no, these things are the start. You just need to do these four things. And it, then she said it dawned on her and she was like, it can be just so simple. It's so common to 
overcomplicate. And there's one thing that got stuck in my head. I don't know who said it. Just keep it stupid simple. Keep it stupid simple. There, there's no need for like all these great Canva graphics. You know, I always say that like, how do you waste your time? Some people like to create Canva graphics, right? They do it for fun. They like it, but then they spend like four hours in the day for it. Does that bring a needle in your business? How does that help you, right? And th there's a lot of those things. And yes, we might enjoy the prettiness of it all, but does it really need to be there for you to take action? No. I think the online space does a very good job of putting shiny things like that in front yeah. of us because ultimately everyone's running a business. Everyone's trying to make profit. And I've had clients very early in their business. You know, they haven't yet had a client and they like, oh, I spent all day researching Dubsado versus <laughs> HoneyBook versus Satorial or, or whatever. And it's like, we you really don't need to worry about that until you've maybe got three or yeah. four clients. We can, mm. and they're, they're like, but I don't know what I'll do. I don't know how I'll take payments. I was like, PayPal? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, I got PayPal. But it's almost that, like that's not mm -hmm. moving the needle. Like that's eight yeah. hours you spent yeah. reading about something that you don't and quite yet need because you've complicated absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know, this is why it's so great to have somebody like you to put them on that track, you know, to say them, okay, this really can wait. Now let's focus on that, this outside perspective. And then of course it, it goes both ways. The client also needs to trust the guidance, right? Needs to accept it and needs to accept also how simple it can be. So when people work with you for their productivity around their business, do they notice the ripple effect in other areas of their life? Because as we uh, know, when yes. you make one change, you change yeah. everything. Um, I always say it's all connected. Like I talk a lot about sleep and diet because like you can't be productive if you eat I don't know, burgers all day or, you know, lift Coca-Cola can for exercise. You like, you, you need to like balance it out. And that's, th those are the fundamentals of productivity, right? Because you can have tools, tips, tricks, hacks, and apps, but really it comes down to you because we're in charge. If we lack sleep, if we sleep four hours a day, how productive can you really be? If you constantly take night shifts, that's gonna, you know, as you say, ripple effects, yeah? You will see them and you will go down. So let's lift you up, right? Let's put those fundamentals in place and then go from there with all the tools and tips and hacks. I think it's a lot around boundaries as well. Like you say, everything comes back together. I was thinking, I think it's in Indistractable that he was saying he has something like a hat that he puts on when yeah. he's doing his deep work. I think it's that book, but I'm not sure. Um, so don't quote me, but he works from home, but he's got a hat that's like, I'm doing deep work. And it, the kids know like you, you can't go and talk to daddy because he's got yeah. the hat on and it, you know, it, but it's that boundary. If he's working at the computer and he doesn't have the hat on, then yes, you can go and like interrupt him and have a conversation. Yeah, but yeah. When, once that hat's on, it's like, no, I, I'm focused on what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, and this is great. And it's so, so important, especially now when we all are working at home, right? How do we balance it all? And that's another big issue with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who work from home, you know? I know that one lady, she puts when she puts her um, earphones on, it's like the sign that like, I'm, I'm focused on my work and that's it. Please do not disturb me unless it's urgent. And then again, of course, you need to establish what is urgent, right? 
talking about these things, it's, it takes a lot of effort to communicate and to make sure that you understand each other, whether it's between your husband, between your children, uh, how, you know, to be clear on those boundaries and to see like how, how they are received. Yeah, it's. I think, like you say, everything just links back into everything else. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really important to keep that in mind too. Yeah. So you touched on like if you really do have kind of a to do list, put something actionable on it, yeah. like you know, read, send, etc. Um, I would love to ask you one more question before we yeah. round up that the listeners can take away as a really actionable tip. But I'll share with you first what I did in the end when I got overwhelmed because I would love your <laughs> feedback on that. I split my to-do list into two things. So the first thing I did was I went through and I was like, what absolutely needs to be done? And what is just like a nice idea for three months time in the future? And everything that needed to be done, I then scheduled. So I scheduled it over the next month. I put it into my ClickUp project management. Like So now it comes up, I log on in the morning. It's like, today you have to do this. I'm like, fine. And the other things... They went into a Google Doc, which is called Brain Dump. Mm. And then every week or so, I go back into Brain Dump and maybe add things. But quite often, I find that I delete things because without the pressure of thinking that they are to do and I've got to do them, they're just like an idea. Well, I have lots of ideas. I'm an entrepreneur and I don't act (laughs) on all of them. So sometimes a couple of weeks later, I go... Yeah, no, I'm not really feeling that. Oh, that doesn't actually fit in with with what mm-hmm. I'm doing now. Um, but it's it's a way, it's tidy. I don't feel any pressure from it. It's just like an ideas space. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, congratulations. This this is amazing what you have done. And as I said at the beginning, your to-do list is not your ideas list, right? So don't put everything into it that you don't intend to do like in next couple of days or, you know, in, in short amount of time. Because if you just keep adding, it gives that pressure. It, it, you and you're in charge and you are the one putting that pressure on yourself. So how does that help you, right? <laughs> we sabotage ourselves constantly. And it's great to keep like a file on your laptop, as you say, Google Docs, whatever, to just get your thoughts out. Because again, if you keep them all in and you think like, oh, it's in my head, it's it's not increasing the productivity. It's it's having your mind doesn't relax and it's never good. Uh, and it's something I also suggest to my clients, like b- before bedtime, like just do it. You know, just get it all out there so you can sleep. You have you can have productive sleep and then you can have productive day. You know, <laughs> so it's amazing what you have done. Truly, well, I'm 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 very proud that. <laughs> that I passed the test and it, it has been much better. Um, yeah. It just means that now when I'm out for a walk without my tech or when I'm in the bath and I have a good idea, I have to remember to like, afterwards <laughs> run and write it down so I can transfer it to the brain dump list before it gets yeah. like washed away by other ideas. <laughs> so yeah, I said total. I was going to ask you one more question and obviously it's what I ask every guest on here. So I would love to know for anyone listening who is really looking to up their productivity so they can grow and scale their business, mm-hmm. which book would you recommend that they read? Um, I have read several books. Uh, for the moment, one of my favorites is just for our work week. It's, it's fun and it's simple, you know, and it gives that light feeling that everything is possible. 
and this is what I want for, for everyone, you know, books that are inspiring, you know, because productivity is something very technical. Time management, you know, management, management. It's all about, you know, technical stuff, tools and tips and tricks. Um, but it comes down to our willingness, our decision-making, and um, how are we um, moving forward? So it's, it's our mindset that sets the tone, right? It's our um, in, inner triggers that get us distracted and all of those things. So it's important to, to take it more lightly. And this is why I, I like this book so much that is just... Um, it's easy and it shows that things are possible. It gives you the calculation, the, the percentage, the, the numbers, you know, and you suddenly realize, oh my God, yes. Like it's actually more simple than I thought. It's crazy. It's that book that enabled me to become an entrepreneur. And mm. I think many people, because I read it not long after um, Tim Ferriss had written it, And like you say, it was just a very different view of things that Mm. I never considered before. So it's it's on my reading list as well. It's on my downloadable (laughs) reading list. I always say to people, it's like, if you don't know where to start or if you're brand new, that is the book that I would recommend because you will just get ideas and see what's possible. So thank you so much for recommending that one. Great choice. And Agnes, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom today. I'm going to drop all of your links in the show notes for anyone that wants to connect with you online. Thank you very much. I had, it was such a pleasure. I had so much fun and thank you very much for inviting me and having me. And I'm so glad that we connected in in so many different ways, you know, and that now we can build upon it. Uh, It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible. 